Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Kyle Henderson along with Andrew Bone. We actually got Andrew Bone in the studio today. What's up, Bone? What's up? How's it going? You made it, man. Uh, first time in the Bam Insider studio, oddly enough, but it's it's good. <laughs> I mean, we've been working together since 2017, um, so it's kind of strange. But um, you know, in this remote world, it don't matter as long as you bring the heat. That's, That's what right. we're talking about today. Uh, we're talking about recruiting specifically with Andrew Bone, as we do. Um, a lot of movements in the Rivals.com rankings. Jaquincy is a new five star. Um, Going to talk about Keanu Coat, Devonte Smith, and um, Alabama content continuing uh to prove that they are a five-star academy uh let's start with jaquincy man uh a new five-star um let, let's start there and kind of dive into it a little bit yeah absolutely you know we, we saw in the last rankings update a few uh you know a few new additions or a few new five-star additions uh you know dallas turner uh you know making the big move we saw jc latham who you know many expected to make uh you know make the move to five stars who's the number two overall player uh in the country and um you know weren't really sure if the, we were going to see any more additions, but um, but Jaquincy McKinstry, as everyone knows, Kool Aid uh, made the move from uh, I think it was number forty-seven overall. Yeah, and you know, made a pretty big move uh, into the um, you know into the you know, top tw uh, top thirty. Excuse me. Um, you know, big move for him, obviously, uh, you know, especially, you know, going from a 6.0 to a 6.1. Um, you know, you usually, you usually see guys move up a little bit, but you know from you know, to see a guy move 6.0 to a 6.1, uh, you know, right before National Signing Day, um, you know, very big move for him because, you know, we just had a, had a rankings update back in December. Um, you know, were these guys going to have another opportunity to, you know, showcase themselves in front of the right people and the right people being the, you know, national and regional uh, recruiting analyst for Rivals.com. And, you know, Jaquincy, you know, fortunately played in the state championship, Class 6A state championship, won state championship, was named the MVP of the state championship game, and then was able to play in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star Classic, where he was named the MVP of the game, uh, you know, had a great performance uh, and was dominant throughout the week. And, uh, you know, the Rivals team was there, uh, saw him, and, uh, you know, felt like, you know, he deserved to be a five-star. So, you know, people always ask me, well, Oh, oh, did new film come out? How did this guy end up getting the, the Bama bump, uh, <laughs> you know, right before uh, signing day? You know, this kid's been committed for a while. You know, we didn't see him, you know, move. You know, he wasn't moved up in the last, uh, you know, rankings update. But after finally, you know, getting a chance to see him, you know, Rivals decided he was a five-star. And, you know, obviously, number one player in the state of Alabama. I always, always think, you know, one player in the state of Alabama, <laughs> you should be rated as a five-star recruit. You know, this the state produces talent every single year. Uh, it's one of the top states in the country, um, yeah, especially per capita. I think that um, you know, it's one of the best. So I think with Kool-Aid, you know, this is a guy who, you know, not only played on the defensive side of the ball, he also played on offense. So this is a guy who's going, you know, both ways, uh, you know, throughout the entire game, uh, throughout the entire season. So once he kind of zones in on just one position, uh, which is going to be defensive back. You know, I, I still think that it's you know probably up in there whether he's a corner or a safety. I do think he probably is going to land at corner, but I have a feeling that Alabama is going to try him out at both positions. But he's also you know as, as we know a, a standout <laughs> basketball player, and uh, you know, I've been working out with the team a little bit this uh, uh, this winter. So uh, it's going to be interesting to kind of see you know how he you know transitions uh, to just one position. 
I think he's going to uh, be uh, be a phenomenal athlete. I think he's got a chance to be a really spectacular player. You know, we saw it in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game, saw it in the state championship game. And, uh, you know, I think his uh, five-star ranking is definitely deserving. And, um, you know, I'm glad that, glad to see Rivals decided to, uh, to move him up. Here with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama, talking about some recent movements in the Rivals.com rankings. Uh, JaQuincy McKinstry, as Bone said, you know, getting some uh, getting a little bit of practice time with the Alabama basketball team. By the way, ranked number uh, eight, number nine in, in the latest rankings uh, in the top 25. I think the first the last time it was like since 2007. So um, definitely tune into that game tonight. Uh, that'll be Tuesday night against Kentucky. Um, please take a minute to hit the thumbs up. It really means a lot. It, it tells people around YouTube that this is a good video. So if you could hit the thumbs up, um, also super chats greatly appreciated. So um, thank you very much for all your support. Well, let's talk a little bit about Keanu Coe, a guy that flipped to Alabama um, on signing day. Um, I mean, you showed me some uh, some highlights. I need to get the highlights on here because they. I was looking at his junior film, which was very impressive. Um, but then you sent me his senior tape and it really blew me away in terms of his past rusher ability, um, new movements in, in the rivals rankings. Talk about Keanu Coat and how you feel that he's going to kind of progress going in. I believe he's an early enrollee, correct? Yeah, he is. Uh, you know, this is a guy who had uh, you know 15 sacks as a uh, as a senior, um, you know, had an unbelievable senior season. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of you know, a lot of people didn't get to see him during the spring, during the summer. Um, you know, he was a three-star in the initial rankings, and you know, pretty much nobody got had a chance to see him. Uh, you know, between you know his junior year and then all the way to his senior year, and finally uh, got a chance to uh, you know the rivals team got a chance to you know not only see they, I don't think they got a chance to see him in person, but when the senior highlights finally came out, which came out after the last rankings update, rivals decided, hey, you know. We we messed up. Uh, you know he should have been higher, um, and and that's a pretty significant ranking jump when you go from a three star all the way into uh, the top one hundred. Not only you know the top one hundred, but the top fifty. Um, you know he's number forty two overall uh, in the country. This is a uh, you know very you know lightning fast guy coming off the edge. Uh, you know you know very similar to Dallas Turner. Um, you know you've got a lot of speed coming off that edge here in the future for the Crimson Tide. Uh, you know, with the guys that they signed in, in the 2020, 2020 class plus this 2021 class. So, you know, Alabama's got to be extremely excited about, uh, you know, the future of their pass rush, pass rushers here in Tuscaloosa. So, uh, you know, I, I think that he was, uh, you know, certainly one of the best pass rushers in the country. You you, uh, you tag team him up with uh, uh, Dallas Turner. It's got to be the best <laughs> one-two punch in the country in terms of uh, guys who get out after the quarterback. Add on to the fact that William Anderson is returning, who is uh, the Terminator. I think Steve Sarkeesian named him the Terminator, and he <laughs> certainly was. He was the freshman All-American player uh, of the year. I mean, uh, William Anderson, I remember, um, you know, rewinding and talking about William Anderson, you saying that he was going to come in and he was everything that you said he was going to be and more. Here with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama, talking Alabama recruiting. A um, couple more things that I wanted to dive into before we kind of talk about uh, another signing day, which is approaching, believe it or not. And we'll have another video where we kind of dive into that a little bit more um, headed into the weekend. But um, Bone, Devontae Smith, uh, you know, kind of Smitty 2.0, also saw some rating movement. Um, talk about him as a player. I, I know you've uh, mentioned him several times that you felt he was underrated. Um, gets a little bit of movement in the latest Rivals rankings. What's kind of uh, the latest on him? And um, let's kind of dive into 2.0 Smitty. 
Yeah, you know, Devontae Smith, um, you know, for those that, you know, don't follow recruiting much, this isn't a typo. This is, uh, you know, Devontae Smith from, uh, from Cincinnati, <laughs> Ohio, who's also cousins with uh, former Alabama All-American Sean Alexander. And um, you know, this is a guy who flipped uh, during the summer from Ohio State to Alabama, uh, you know, just loves the, uh, you know, the defensive back. Uh, you know, reputation at Alabama. Also, loves Alabama. I mean, this is a guy who's been to Tuscaloosa before, never as a recruit, never visited Alabama as, as a recruit, but uh, attended a game a few years ago, uh, you know, just with his family and, uh, you know, really enjoyed it. When Alabama, you know, finally kind of turned up the heat on him, uh, you know, late spring, early summer, um, you know, he decided that he wanted to flip his commitment from Ohio State to uh, to the Crimson Tide. You know, wasn't one of those situations where, uh, you know, Ohio State had, you know, slow played him or, you know, not really talked to him anymore. They wanted him, you know, they wanted him as part of, you know, it's recruiting class, but Alabama was able to flip him away. So, uh, you know, this is a, uh, you know, great football player overall, uh, great defensive back, uh, very physical, uh, extremely fast. I mean, you turn on the highlight uh, you know, film on him, you know, he gets to the ball in a hurry. So, you know, this is definitely somebody that you can also move around. I don't think he's, you know, set at one position. I mean, he's kind of like a Swiss Army knife that you can you can move him around. Uh, you know, he can play the nickel. He can play, um, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the slot. He can play uh, corner, play safety. I mean, he can do just about anything. So I think Alabama fans would be really excited about him. Obviously, he's got a, a big name to live up to and, you know, being named Devontae Smith, but, um, you know, certainly somebody that, um, you know, feels like he's up to the challenge. He's got a lot of confidence um, and uh, I always felt like he was a little bit underrated based on his film, but you know, I kind of understood where Rivals was coming from. Um, you know, they had not seen him since his, you know, early part of his junior season. Uh, they wanted to see him in, during the spring at some camps, see how he performed. Obviously, camps didn't didn't happen this year, so they continued to hold off a little bit from from moving him up in the rankings. Uh, wanting to see him a little bit during his senior season. I know uh, Josh Hemholt, who covers the Midwest for Rivals, went to go see him play, and Devontae didn't play in that game. So mm-hmm. uh, so it was another uh, kind of missed rankings opportunity, uh, you know, missed opportunity for him to uh, move up. Uh, so they waited a little bit longer. So that's why we didn't see the rankings bump last time. And then I think it was the week that the uh, the last update came out. He put out his senior highlights. His senior highlights were awesome. Uh, you know, very good. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, he was definitely deserving of moving up into the, uh, into the rivals 250 because he was a three-star. So they moved him up. I think he's number now number 228 in the country. So, uh, so yeah, I think that was a great move for him. And I know he's extremely excited because I talked to him, um, you know, a few weeks back and, uh, you know, told him that uh, there was probably a good chance that he was going to move up. I didn't know for sure. Uh, you know, I actually didn't know uh, about the rent, you know, who was going to move up in the rankings until I think it was Sun, you know, this past Sunday, and uh, but I told him back then I said, hey, you got a pretty good chance to move up based off your senior highlights, and he was uh, extremely excited about that. So, um, yeah, I mean, you look at Alabama's class overall, um, you know, ten in the top forty-two in the country. Um, that's you know unbelievable. You look at the rankings right now, and it's the highest-rated recruiting class of all time. Um, and you know that's great and all, but you got to you still got to perform on the field. You got to get these guys there, you got to develop them. Uh, you got to see what they're able to do. Um, you know, cause maybe we're bad at our rankings. Um, <laughs> I, you know, hope, hopefully not. Hopefully these guys uh, have it right. I mean, they don't tend to miss much when it comes to Alabama's, uh, you know, recruiting classes, they tend to do pretty, uh, pretty well. And you know, the role we see the results on the field, uh, you know, every single year, but, um, I think this class has a chance to be extremely special. Uh, they hit a lot of needs. Um, 
but there's a lot of great kids in this class. I don't think there's a single kid in this class that Alabama, you know, had second thoughts on. Um, yeah, I think every single one of them they're really excited about and feel like uh, they can make a big impact. So it'll be interesting to kind of see uh, where this class is at three years down the road. Uh, you know, will they win championships? Will they win, um, you know, All-American awards, Heisman Trophy? Um, you know, what are they going to be, uh, you know, first-round draft picks? You know, there's a lot of question marks that uh, remain to be seen. But you know what? They're part of. They're now part of the best program in the, in the country. Um, you know, they're going to be, you know, with – one of the best staffs in the country, if not the best coaching staff uh, in the country, uh, you know, in you know, not only the coaches, but, you know, the strength and conditioning team, uh, you know, Jeff Allen and his team, um, you know, the nutrition team, you know, there's just so much that goes on behind the scenes uh, at Alabama. People, you know, a lot of people want to focus on coach Saban. And, you know, that's, uh, that's a given, but in the, the assistant coaches that they have on staff, uh, you know, which are you know usually pretty great, but uh, but there's a lot more to Alabama than just you know Coach Saban and that staff. Um, and it starts with Coach Saban, but there's there's a lot of pieces uh, to the puzzle here in Tuscaloosa, and, and they do such a great job. And um, you know, there's a lot of you know we always talk about the assistant coaches who leave you know every single year. You know, people get promotions, people get uh, head coaching opportunities, but uh, we don't often see, uh, you know, many of the people behind the scenes leave. You see, most of those people have been part of the program for a long time. And in, I mean, to, to add on to that as well, I mean, Dr. Um, Matt, Matt Rea and David Ballou, I mean, thinking about what those guys have done um, here at Alabama, just in their first initial season. I mean, look, I'm not going to pinpoint all the injuries on, on Scott Cochran by any means. But I mean, you look at the, um, you know, the, the injuries that Alabama had this past season. I mean, it was pretty incredible how they were able to keep Alabama healthy in a critical year when a lot of things were going um, haywire. Right. I mean, I think when we look back, 2020 will be one of the most difficult years that we had to get through in all aspects, not just football. And um, these guys did a great job keeping these guys dialed in. And, and I think you hit on a great point point bonus like it's not all Nick Saban it's the organiz organizational process that that he has implemented um and, and these guys continue to do a great job so why Alabama this is why now bone when we kind of look at this uh, chart right here um and, and like I said we're going to kind of dive into this one more time before um our next signing day which is coming up on on the first Wednesday of February um everybody's signed right in this class I mean it's a gigantic class thus far 26 guys um if you read the insider report there's a couple other guys that we're tracking um, Bone does a great job kind of having the, the pulse on that, but he's committed, Kamar Wheaton, uh, committed to Alabama just a couple of days before Christmas, but he isn't signed. Now, as you, as everybody saw, Alabama had a fallout uh, with the coaches, Steve Sarkeesian left to Jeff Banks, Kyle Flood, Charles Huff, a lot of moving parts following the natty. What's the latest on Kamar Wheaton going into this first week of February? Do you think he's even going to sign at that point? Let's kind of dive just, uh, just a little bit into this. You know, as many people know, Kamar Wheaton's one of these kids that uh, you just don't really know what's going on in his in his head and his recruitment because I think he surprised a lot of people, even the Alabama coaching staff, when he announced his commitment to Alabama. Uh, everyone pretty much thought he was going to Oklahoma, including Alabama. Um, you know, we all thought he was going to Oklahoma. You know, ex, you know until you know, kind of twenty four hours before. Uh, he announced that decision. Most of us thought he had already signed with Oklahoma, uh, but you know that's how quiet and how weird his recruitment has been. You know throughout the entire process. Now, you know you're right. Alabama lost some key coaches. They lost Steve, Steve Sarkeesian, who was uh, obviously the offense coordinator. Jeff Banks, who was you know his lead recruiter, uh, Wheaton's lead recruiter. But you know, like I said, 
you know, Whedon didn't really talk to coaches. He, mm-hmm. he didn't really talk to Alabama that much. You know, it was very, uh, very rare. Um, you know, he would talk to him maybe once a month, if that. Um, you know, that's kind of why Alabama really didn't think he was going to Alabama because he just never talked to him. But, you know, from what we've been told, he didn't talk to anybody, didn't talk to Oklahoma, didn't talk to, um, you know, LSU, didn't talk to any coaches that were, uh, you know, that were in the hunt for him. So it's been a very weird recruitment. And then obviously we saw where Charles, Huff, Charles Huff, uh, you know, left the running backs coach, took the uh, Marshall head coaching job. So things have still been pretty quiet on the Wheaton front. You know, we talked to his assistant coaches, talked to people close to him, um, who continue to say that his commitment's pretty solid, that he's not going anywhere. Um, but it's still something to really watch. Um, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen with him. You, you know, I think Alabama hopes that he sticks on board. Um, at the same time, you know, before he committed, we talked about how you know, Alabama probably wasn't going to sign a running back. That this was a year that they didn't really have to. They were very fortunate to get Wheaton on board, and he would certainly be a difference maker uh, in the Tide's offense. But you know, even if he left, I don't, you know, I don't know if Alabama is going to. Um, you know, worry too much about it just because of what they got right now. Um, you know, what they've got on the team, but he's, like I said, he is a definitely, you know, he's definitely a, an important piece to Alabama's recruiting class. They want to keep him on board. They want to make sure, uh, you know, that he's happy and that he likes the coaching staff, but I, I just don't think that he's, you know, really given anybody any indication of what he's going to do to this point. I don't think he's told Alabama, Hey, I'm 100% solid. I think his coaches have. I think they've talked to him, but I don't think he's really talking to anybody at this point. Um, you know, I, I think that you know Oklahoma probably is still trying to fight, trying to see if they can potentially uh, get him on board. Demarco Murray, uh, who's a running backs coach, uh, you know, many people know who Demarco Murray is, and uh, you know, oh, I know yeah. that he's probably still recruiting him, but he may not be recruiting him. He may be having to talk to his assistant coaches because uh, that's what Alabama's doing. I know Nick Saban um, has kind of taken the lead on uh, on recruiting Wheaton, and I think he's talked to him once, but I don't think he's. I don't think it's been a daily thing. I don't think it's been a weekly thing. I think there may have been, you know, a conversation, but um, but he's just one of those kids that doesn't doesn't. I don't I don't know I don't know if it's you know if he doesn't care about recruiting, or if he just you know I made my decision I'm over it, or you know he's just got a lot going on in his head. You know, still trying to figure it all out. You know, trying to figure out what he's going to do. I mean, we just we won't know until next week. I don't think. Um, I don't think Alabama will know until next week. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's just the situation that everybody's in. So it's pretty, it's pretty weird. Um, you, you don't see many recruitments like this uh, where you just have absolutely no clue um, at all what's going on in someone's head. Uh, but that's the situation that we're in right now. So we we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but as of right now, I would say that he sticks uh, with his commitment and signs with Alabama. But will anything shock me? Probably not. Not with him. Um, I don't think he's going to Texas. I know that rumor's been floated out there before. I don't think uh, you know they're really in the hunt. If if I were to choose any other school that could potentially land him, I would say Oklahoma. Um, you know, just because we've heard that you know they're still you know going after him a little bit. So we'll see what happens there. But as of right now, still feel like he's going to stick with Alabama. All right. So in other words, have your popcorn ready on signing day, right? <laughs> right. Okay, cool. We will uh, have you uh, covered on National Signing Day, of course. Uh, if you could do us a favor real quick, hit the thumbs up, like, and subscribe. We appreciate you more than you know and help us get to 50,000 subscribers. We're almost to 50,000 subscribers right here on our YouTube channel. Pretty amazing um, to think back, you know, when we started this and, um, you know, now we're just uh, 
we're rolling right along because of you. So we appreciate it. Hit the thumbs up button. Uh, Bone, uh, before we go, I wanted to hit on, um, you know, a couple things. Uh, you, you got a, a great uh, class of 2022 big board. It's all the targets um, early on and kind of turning the page to 2022. There's a ton of guys uh, to keep track of. Um, but I want to ask you about one guy in particular. He's got a great last name. His name is uh, Emmanuel Henderson. And he is set to make an announcement, I believe, on March 13th. Um, kind of what's the latest on Emmanuel Henderson? And, and quickly kind of tell people about your big board. So um, before Bone explains it a little further, uh, this is for premium subscribers of Bama Insider only. So um, if you want the full scoop on every single guy that um, our early targets in Alabama's you know, process, go to BamaInsider.com. But hit on the recruiting board real quick, and then uh, let's get an update on Emmanuel Henderson. That's right. Yeah, the big board, you know, basically – Alabama's early targets, um, you know, at quarterback, running back, every position. Um, you know, I've listed, you know, most of the guys who have offers, but also the guys who are, um, you know, heavily being pursued. You know, there's some guys that, you know, may claim offers right now, but not necessarily being heavily pursued. May not, may have had an offer for over a year, uh, but Alabama may not have talked to him in six months. And we didn't include those guys. So these are the guys that Alabama's, you know, actively sending uh, recruiting letters to, you know, hoping to get on campus at some point, you know, doing, uh, you know, these uh, tours, these virtual tours with right now. So a lot of names, uh, a lot of guys on the big board right now. And, uh, you know, one of the guys you mentioned, Emmanuel Henderson, uh, great last name. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I hadn't come across many bones. Uh, there's a few <laughs> Hendersons out there, but not many bones. But, uh, but you know, I think that, uh, you know, Emmanuel Henderson certainly one of the top overall players, you know, not only in the uh, in the state of Alabama, but the entire southeast. Um, he's in the Rivals 100 uh, out of Geneva County. Um, you know, certainly one of the top uh, overall running backs, uh, you know, throughout the country. Uh, he's going to be making that decision on March the 13th. Um, I feel like, you know, probably for the last – you know, three or four months and Alabama has been in the driver's seat for him. Uh, Charles Kelly's uh, led the recruiting charge. I think they've done a great job. And um, yeah, he's also a guy who can play on either side of the ball. Um, he's six foot one, 185 pounds. Uh, he plays running back. He's rated as a running back, but also, also could play defensive back. Um, and I think Alabama's recruiting him, um, you know, as an athlete, but, um, you know, probably leaning more towards running back at this time. But, uh, but you know, I think it still kind of remains to be seen, but as of right now, Leaning towards Alabama, that would be my prediction. I know Alabama, Auburn, uh, you know, Georgia, those are some of the top schools uh, on his list. But uh, but I put in a future cast on Rivals.com uh, for Alabama. Uh, you know, we're still a couple months out. He's going to be making that decision uh, less than two months out on uh, on March 13th. So uh, we'll have plenty of uh, plenty of updates on uh, on Emmanuel Henderson throughout the next uh, you know, month and a half. All right. Great stuff. He's, um, I mean, running back you, it's incredible, right? You look at all the running backs that are currently on the roster. Alabama continues to reload. Um, all right, fam. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. He's Andrew Bone. My name is Kyle Henderson. This is uh, where we talk recruiting right here every Tuesday on BamaInsider.com. appreciate you guys to hit the subscribe button and stay tuned for much more content. Definitely check out Alabama basketball on Tuesday night as they take on the Kentucky Wildcats. We'll have coverage back on BamaInsider.com. Uh, did you have fun, Bone, in the Bama Insider oh, yeah, Studio? Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's fancy. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit better than my setup. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I get something like this one, one day when, I'm, when I hit the big time. When you hit the big time. <laughs> well, you're, uh, you're getting closer to that. <laughs> so, uh, everyone, thank you so much for watching today. We'll catch you soon back at BamaInsider.com.